You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, thanks for tuning into the podcast. I am glad to have you today. So today's podcast is a follow-up from what I preached about on Sunday. On Sunday, I was preaching from... Acts chapter 19, I preached about a riot in Ephesus. And we we were in that text because this was the Sunday that we acknowledged prayer for the persecuted church. We encouraged our congregation to stand in solidarity with Christian brothers and sisters around the globe who face legitimate persecution for their faith in Jesus. Well, today I want to follow up a little bit, and I want to move into Acts 20, and want to show you what Paul said to the leaders of the Ephesian church the next time that he was able to talk with them. So as the narrative of Acts continues to unfold, you know, we experience a riot, and then you know, Paul leaves the city, and he makes a couple of stops as he prepares to position his churches for health knowing that he's about to leave and he's going to go to Jerusalem and leave the churches in the hands of their elders and he wants them to be healthy before he goes. Um, I want to start this speech that he gives to the Ephesian elders and, I, and we'd like to tie it in a little bit to what, what I preached about yesterday. So in Acts chapter 20, verse 17, Paul's going to call the elders from the Ephesian church in and he's going to give them some testimony and some instruction. So let's, let's read his words. From Miletus, Paul sent to Ephesus for the elders of the church. When they arrived, he said to them, You know how I lived the whole time I was with you from the first day I came into the province of Asia. I served the Lord with great humility and with tears and in the midst of severe testing by the plots of my Jewish opponents. You know that I have not hesitated to preach anything that would be helpful to you, but I have taught you publicly and from house to house. I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus. And now, compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. So as Paul is preparing to say farewell to the leaders of this church in Ephesus, he wants them to know that his next stop is Jerusalem, and he doesn't think that he'll ever see them again. He makes that clear to them in this speech. But as he prepares to go to Jerusalem, he anticipates that probably more hardships are waiting. He says he doesn't know what's going to happen in Jerusalem, but he knows that in every city the Holy Spirit shows him that persecution and hardship are waiting for him. And so I wanted to be sure that you understand that that's exactly what Paul got. Like when he got to Jerusalem, uh, truly prison was waiting on him. He, it was, uh, he was in the middle of a mob and the Roman soldiers arrested him to save him from the mob, but that resulted in false accusations from the Jewish authorities that led to over two years in prison for Paul for no good reason. So that was accurate. I want you to see, though, that for me or you or Paul or anybody, knowing that hardships are coming our way, that can call our faith into question. It can, it can cause us to stop. 
it can become a roadblock to whether or not we'll push forward and persevere in Jesus. I mean, really, the challenge that persecution creates is it makes us want to quit, right? But when Paul knows that these are the things that are coming his way, he makes it clear that his only aim has been to preach the gospel of Jesus to Jews and Greeks so that everybody could turn to God in repentance and be saved in Jesus. But I want to read verse 24 again. And this, to me, is the powerful thought. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given to me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Paul has weighed out the value of his life on this earth. And it seems that he's recognized that the priority of his mission, the task that God clearly gave him, which was to to declare the good news of the gospel of Jesus, the resurrection and repentance to the entire world, to the Jews and Greeks, that task, finishing that task, finishing that task well, was of such great value to Paul that even preserving his life, if it cost compromising that mission, wasn't worth it to him. Like the purpose of his life is to declare Jesus. And so if persecution comes his way, it seems like to me it's easy for Paul to say, wait a minute, so persecution would cause me to hit the brakes on the mission, but wait a minute, the only purpose of my life is the mission. So why would I why would I put a pause on my life purpose to preserve my life whose purpose is this mission? And with that crystal clarity on the reason that Paul is continuing to press forward in the race, on the reason that Paul's life has purpose and value and meaning. It's easy for him to face persecution and know that he should press through it because ultimately for him, the value of his life is to finish this race well, to complete the task. And so what I want to speak to our church is, I want to just challenge our church that our lives are really not different than Paul's on this level. Like our ultimate purpose is to declare a witness to the resurrection of Jesus. And so God's given us this same task, this great commission to make sure that the world knows the gospel of Jesus. And that can be neighbors or classmates in school. It can be friends or family members. But really, as long as you and I are living and breathing and enjoying God's good creation, as long as we are delighting in the gift of life God gave us, our purpose is to make sure that Jesus Christ is known. And so while persecution could cause us to stop and want to protect our life, preserve it, make it comfortable, really the purpose of our life is to make God known, to enjoy him and declare him. And so I think Paul's got it right. And I want to plant this image in our mind that you and I want to finish well. We want to cross the finish line of our life and enter the kingdom for the glory of Jesus, knowing full well that we completed the task that God gave us. So church family, let's be faithful. Enjoy your life and treasure it, but recognize that its value and its purpose is that you and I can be citizens of a greater kingdom, that we can bear witness to King Jesus. So don't ever pause the mission. I want to pray that God would give us courage. Lord, I pray that you would allow each of us to have this clarity as we live today, that we'd be able to see our lives in the framework of your calling and your gospel, that we'd be able to value ourselves appropriately, and Lord, that we would be able to press through any discouragement, suffering, shame, or persecution that might come our way so that we can complete the task that you gave us. It's in Christ's name I pray for that. Amen. Hey, thanks for tuning into the podcast. I'm so glad to have you.